Hey there. What's your name again? Ah yes, that's it. Valued listener. It's Patrick here, and before we start the episode, I just wanted to say that JJ and I made this podcast because there are many things that make us say what's going on. Little did we know, that also included audio recording. So just as a disclaimer, be sure to guard your ears because the audio on this episode is a bit less than stellar. But we hope you'll stick around because there's plenty of great adventures ahead. days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we are going on a first class ride across the web. Hot damn. Well, we're finally fucking doing it, babe. I'm excited. I know, dude. I'm also scared. I hope you guys find this Terrified. somewhat entertaining. Only one person has to find it entertaining. I'll yeah, be happy. just ourselves. Honestly, I'm just going to listen to it. One more person than just us. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. This is for me. This is for no one else. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm JJ. And I'm Patrick. And this is what's going on with all this bullshit. Is that what called? <laughs> I don't know. It's a work in progress. Everyone that listens to this, hit us up with ideas for what to call this. We have what's going on, uh, what's going on with all this bullshit, um, just bullshitting, something with shit and bull in it, uh, whatever makes sense, whatever you like. I don't know. You know us. Reach out. Probably try and add bullshit because this is all just bullshit. <laughs> it is all bullshit, honestly. All right. So this is what's going on. And honestly, we have no idea what's going on with running Olympics. Uh, we got a lot for you today. We got GPS watches, phones, walkie-talkie, a bunch of shit. I don't know. We'll see what we get to. It's all bullshit. We're bullshit. Yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah. So as you'll soon find out, we're both big runners. So right. we thought it'd be interesting to be like, why the hell do we even do this? And who started <laughs> running? It doesn't make much sense. Yeah. I mean, it kind of evolved from, like, having to do it, and then once we stopped having to do it, it's like, why Why keep doing it? Um, just to cock off. Just to say, I'm better than you, dude. That's half the fun, honestly. That's basically what people do with everything. I mean, if you think about it, all runners, what do you talk about? You talk about your time, and you talk about if you're faster than the other person or not. And if you are... You, you kind of just rub it in the face a little bit. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm a little <laughs> bit messy. It doesn't matter. Just a little bit. You're like, oh, you got that time? Ooh. You need to start training. And don't, don't, don't tell me it's just for fun. Everyone everyone talks about times and stuff. I actually, I don't get, I really don't get runners who don't really focus on their time very much. It's just like, I just I just go out and do it. I don't, I don't get that. I no, think, I don't get people who don't do races ever. I know. It's just, what's the point? I don't. I mean, I understand that you're like trying to get a workout in, but blah blah blah. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. You gotta, you gotta go for a race. You gotta win. You gotta get some medal. You gotta get some, some, so, something, something. You need something for it. All right. Speaking of medals, we're gonna cut into the first topic: the Olympics. So, one thing that I found out that I honestly had no idea is that the Olympics stopped for a really long time yeah i had no I, I honestly thought that like whenever it got created back in what is this 
the ancient Olympic Games started in year 776 BC. In all yep. honesty, I just thought that it, every year it just kept going. I, I had no idea that it stopped for, I don't know what year, it doesn't say what year it stopped. That's what I was wondering too. And why? I, I don't know why it stopped, but someone was like, hey, I don't get into that for you guys. Don't you worry. We'll find it. Maybe not in this episode, but we'll find it. We could have we could have like another episode after it's like oh, wait, another episode. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So it died for a long time. Uh, we don't know. Oh sh- wait, literally right here it says it. In AD 394, the games were officially ended by the Roman Emperor Theo- Theodosius the first, who felt that they had pagan connotations. Fuck that guy. Yeah. One guy, one guy, wait, wait, 394 AD, and it started, what What was it, 776 BC? Six. Yeah, wow. 20, oh, wait, yeah, 776. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It, seven, it's BC, and that yeah, counts. That's like, what, a thousand years? And then one guy was like, nah. <laughs> and then everyone was like, okay, man, you're right, you're right. We're going to be done with this. So it just it it died for a long time, all because of one dude. What a douchebag! Honestly, what a what a cock. Um. All right. So it died for a really long time, and then, all right. I was looking into it. It said that it right here on this website. It says that it revived in nineteen ninety or eighteen ninety six. Yeah. Yep. By a young French nobleman, who thought he could institute an educational program in France. But I swear to God, I read somewhere else. That so that was like the first, mm, a first like uh, international Olympic Games. But I swear to God, I read somewhere else that it was 1870 that there were small little Olympic Games that were introduced. I'm There's, seeing 1896, but there were no women's events at all. Yeah, I don't I don't think women's events got added in for a very long time. In all honesty. And the Winter Games began in 1924. That's so recent. I, I know. Have no idea. I know. My mind's getting blown. What the fuck's going on? Um, <laughs> wait, wait here. So I know it's Wikipedia and everyone can bullshit this, but it says during the 19th century, several small-scale sports festivals across Europe were named after the ancient Olympic Games and the 1870 Olympics at the Panathenaic Stadium had been refurbished for the occasion had an audience of 30,000 people. So it was starting to it was starting to get popular again. And then this uh Pierre de Coubertin guy, the French guy was like, "Dude, this is this is tight. We need to we need to bring this back." And then in 1896 is when he finally got it when back. he succeeded. Yeah, yeah, he killed it. Looks like a looks like a stud. For sure. Oh. Bring it right. back Olympics? What a Dude, good, Yeah, that's uh, pretty tight. What a what a way to make a name for yourself. I don't know what he did in his past life, but that's what he went down like being known for. What a G. What what I wanna know let's look I wanna know more about him. Alright, what here, let's click on his name. What does he uh what does he do? What does he do? Pierre de Coubertin. Holy Jesus God, he's got a fat mustache, dude. <laughs> If you go to the Wikipedia page and look up Pierre de Coubertin, you can see a, 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 a picture of this stud. His name is Pierre, P-I-E-R-R-E, space, de, D-E, space, Coubertin. 
C O U B E R T I N. Type in Pierre. That was the first thing that came up. Really? Google knows that we're doing an Olympics episode. Holy shit, dude. I think this is sponsored by Google, right? It is sponsored. And the Olympics. We're getting a lot of money for this, all right? Yeah, obviously. (laughs) No one's even heard this yet, but sponsors all over the place. Hell yeah. All right. So he, uh, what? I don't know. He was just born into a family, uh, an academic, and studied a broad range of topics, mainly education and history. Graduate of a degree in law and public affairs at Harris Institute of Political Studies. And then the next line is just like, and he came up with the idea with the Summer Olympic Games. <laughs> what? <laughs> he studied like education and history, and he's like, what about sports, man? Let's just have all these sports come back. What a- to be fair, he didn't come up with the idea. I know. I know. He's been doing it for so long. They're, he cheated. I, he I, I read it. this. It was pretty funny. Apparently, uh, way back in the day in 480 BC, Greek city states were being invaded by the Persians, but they had a hard time getting together an army because everyone wanted to participate in the Olympics instead of <laughs> being in the army to defend against the Persians. They wanted to get that medal, dude. I'm telling you. It's yeah. All, all males were allowed to compete. Oh, shit. Wait, like, there was no? It wasn't just, like, royalty or anything like that. Apparently, like, anyone, like, even a farmhand could do that. Holy Jesus. But there was a loophole here Uh-oh. where chariot owners could be declared uh, an Olympic champion. So Kin Isaka, I, I don't know how to say that, and I will never know how to say that. The daughter <laughs> of a Spartan king took advantage of this and won in uh, 396 BC. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So she, she became like the first female like chariot riding champion. Oh. Back when you couldn't even like have females in there. She snuck in. She found a loophole. And oh, that's pretty sweet. That was yeah, that was pretty sweet. Alright, so back to the future. Shout out. Of uh, the modern Olympic games. I don't know. This dude I was I was looking back at this Pierre guy, he seems like he just kind of refunded the whole idea and got it back into like a stadium that used to be used for the old Olympic Games. Besides that, he's pretty fucking boring. I don't really care about it. Yeah. <laughs> you suck, dude. Yeah, I took an old idea and you made it again. That's, Isn't uh, that what everyone does with everything, though? Yeah, like, they just yeah, do something right. and they're he's, like, oh, let's do that again. He's a smart guy. I'll give him that. But And he's got a nice mustache, but I don't that's it. That's all you are to me. You're nothing. So I, I think you mentioned it before, but all athletes completed competed naked. Uh, oh. <laughs> my question is why? I don't know. I don't, dude. Well, it's I don't think all, dude. I, I don't think all participants were naked. I honestly, God, I wish I could find it. I've got too many screens open up right now. I want to say that it was a rare sighting for the early Olympic Games. For these participants to be Buck Stark naked, but then I want to say that the where is it? Maybe I was thinking of like the old one, but because it's Spartans, I don't think that's modern era. No. Yeah, yeah. I think towards the end of the old Olympics, the Spartans joined, and then when they joined, they were just always fucking naked, and everyone was like, okay, <laughs> and. And then I think it just became common 
back in the day to complete the games naked. I don't know, to have your dick swinging around or if they thought you were more aerodynamic. Yeah, they even had, like, uh, wrestling events and all that, and they're doing that naked. The dicks are just slapping around and fucking... I see there was one event called Ankritrin, <laughs> which oh. I've never heard of that. Apparently, it's a combination of wrestling and boxing. Oh, God. And initially, the only rules were no biting and no gouging. So, kind of uh, like Boxers that, were urged to avoid... Attacking the on-display male genitals. Oh, wait, that was legal. Is that what it turned? What? That was that was oh, that was fair game. You could punch a dick. No, they were urged to avoid it. So I guess it, it was was urged. The rules, no. but like, <laughs> please don't. No, 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 no. You know there was one guy out there. That was his. That was his signature move. You would see on the on the roster. You're like, oh god, I have to go against this guy, and you know that you're gonna get slapped in the dick a couple of times. It's just <laughs> it's what happens. There's nothing you can do about it. The dick slap. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Weird. Weird Apparently shit. They had to uh, indicate their surrender by raising their index fingers, but sometimes people died before they could do that. Oh, my God. Because there there were no, like, points or time limits or weight classes, so they oh just, like, God. fought each other until someone gave up, and some people didn't give up. What if you didn't have an index? Why does he do that anymore? I don't know. I, Honestly, I, I, was, I was thinking, if we brought that back, I bet you, I bet you, America would love that shit. I, I, it would be, it would be, uh, it would be hard to win over the people's vote for it, but I guarantee fights to the death would get very popular here. Oh yeah, I mean it's basically like UFC except for even more extreme. Yeah, yeah. It could be like, and you could put like weapons and shit in it. Like, how cool would it be to see like two master like swordsmen like actually go at it? Everyone knows they would go to like a gladiator event. Oh, do you know how cool that would be? Like, go to the Roman Coliseum. Oh my god! With people having two people just fight to the death. Like, honestly, put on like mighty emperor there. (laughs) Put on like mini wars. Like, I want a hundred people versus a hundred people. It's like on like a football stadium. And everyone, like, you get to choose, like, your lineup. It'd be like a game of chess. You get to choose your lineup. You get, like, some archers, some, like, swordsmen, maybe some cavalry. And then, and then, yeah, then it's like a, it's like a football play. You guys get to call the shots, and then you just, you just go at it. And then whichever team wins, uh, boom, you, you, you won the game. And then uh, it could be like a whole, it could be just like any other sport. It could have, like, it could go into the playoffs. And <laughs> yeah, I like it, but who's gonna? you know, actually volunteer to die, basically. Uh, well, I mean, if you're good, you won't die, you know what I'm saying? And then, think about yes. how much we pay, think about how much we pay, like, just football, football players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're not, they're getting, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I don't like getting tackled by a 400-pound beefcake that's, you know, steroided up, so I understand that hurts and stuff like that, but if you're fighting to the death, to the death, imagine... Big, big money. Yeah, big money. And say so, like, what? And what if like you could back out at any time? All right, so you could you could get like. Man, like do you, do you want to be that guy who backs out of a death match? <laughs> exactly. Come on. I mean, if no, you do, no one want to watch your ass anymore. Your career would be done. <laughs> Just die like a man, you fucking. Hell yeah, dude. But no, you could get like 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 one war to like three war contracts or something like that. You know what I mean? Three and <laughs> And then. Uh, if you still wanted to, you could keep going. I mean, you could you could probably do one season and probably retire. 
You know what I mean? That's true. I think Pierre needs to watch out here. We're coming up with better ideas and these games. Honestly, we're gonna blow up with this one single podcast, and then we're gonna become the founding fathers of of the death games. The death. What would be a cool name for it? Um, uh, bloodlust. Blood. Uh, 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 oh God. Raining blood spitting ass. Um, uh, <laughs> stained. I don't fucking know. <laughs> All I got is death battles. You're you're doing better than I am. Death battles. I like it. <laughs> death, death by battle. <laughs> we're not we're not very creative yet. No, not on well, the spot. If anyone else has a good name for this, work in progress. Yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. knows anyone who could like <laughs> in the Olympics who could get this start process started, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need a lot of money though, so we we're pretty pricey. So and it, it, it's a good idea. I think it'd blow up. Oh. <laughs> That'd be, I mean, then imagine, like, after a war, if, like, some guy went off, like, he'd have, like, a highlight reel. So I'd go, like, he'd be, like, going to, like, slice someone's, like, head off, and it would, like, go to, like, slow motion. <laughs> oh, shit. And you could have, like, cameras on yeah. them, too. Oh, so no. you're, like, recording it through oh their perspective. Bro. Oh, my like, God. Like, on helmets or something. <laughs> That's the next GoPro commercial. It's, like, some guy super famous for, like, slicing <laughs> people in the <laughs> You're like sitting down, your kids are watching Spongebob on Nickelodeon, and then a commercial comes on, it's just some guy getting hacked in half. Death battle. New GoPro 5. (laughs) Oh my god. Sponsored by Mountain Dew. (laughs) And Monster. And Monster. Red Bull, it gives you works. Alright, we got off track. A little off topic there. But... It was fun, and I liked it. Back to the original lame Olympic Games. So in 1896, I think, yeah, there were 14 nations that participated in it. It just says 14 countries. I want to know who all was in it. It says America, Greece, Germany, France, and Great Britain were some of the largest ones. I'm lost, scared, and confused. 1896... Summer Olympic. Okay, so why the fuck do they call it the 1896 Summer Olympics, but then they didn't introduce the Winter Olympics for like 34, for like, what was the year? Like 30 some years? Yeah, it was like 1920 something. That probably is like later. Like people, it probably was just called the Olympics, and then later people called it the Summer Olympics because they came up with the Winter Olympics. Yeah, that That makes sense. Yeah. I think they did do right away, though. They did it every four years. Yeah. Yeah. That's because in ancient time, it used to be every four years as well. The more you know, dude. This is what I'm talking about. 18, are you ready for this? Fat Google search. 1896, Summer Olympics. There were 241 athletes in 43 events. Pretty fat. I mean, I feel like that's not very many people per event, though. I mean, here, let's do some quick math. Like five? Maybe mental math. I don't know. Twenty-four, two forty-one over forty-three. Yeah, five point six people per event. I feel I like got, that's... what the hell? Yeah, in fourteen countries. So like every country was just kind of like, meh. You can have what? That's weird. That's weird as what? shit. Yeah, yeah, fourteen. I don't know. I don't believe it. I mean, it is the first year that it came back. You know, like they were trying to make it popular. I'm sure that by like the nineteen hundred Olympic Games, it was probably exploded by then. Oh, apparently, U.S. killed it even back then. Oh, yeah. 
most first place finishers, 11 of any nation, followed by Greece right behind us at 10. But Greece, I think, no, wasn't I, where is it, where is it? They, we they scored almost, in 36 events where we only got first, second, or third in 20 events. So yeah, yeah. they kicked our ass in second and third, but we kick ass at being first. Another cool fact <laughs> about this is that the very first event that was finished was the uh, modern triple jump. And your country, America, had James Connolly, who won it. So he became the first uh, modern champion in the Olympic Games in more than 1,500 years, which is actually pretty dope. And then he also took second in high jump and third in long jump. I like that guy. He's a... Uh, you know, let's check him out. James Connolly. That sounds like a very modern I name. I feel like I know that name. I know. Like, I feel like I've met him for some I- reason. I know. What the fuck? Oh, you know James? Yeah. yeah. Dude, look him up. He looks... <laughs> what the hell? He does not look like somebody that would be an Olympic star by any means. He looks like a... He almost kind of looks like Teddy Roosevelt. I feel like everyone in the 1900s looked like Teddy Roosevelt. Well, maybe Teddy Roosevelt had an alias, and he lived <laughs> for a very long time back in the day. <laughs> Do you think Teddy Roosevelt was actually just like 10 different people? I think so. I think he's actually an alien, and he never died. Teddy's still Teddy's still among us. Huh. Yeah, he, he really does not look... I I typed in the wrong name for sure, but this guy <laughs> also looks like Theodore Roosevelt. The Teddy, sorry. Good old Teddy boy. I, I See, no, you need to look up the uh, first... <laughs> the first uh, marathon winner, Spydron... Lewis, S-P-Y-R-I-D-O-N. He was a Greek runner, so, you know, they like that because it was a hometown guy. But this guy, he looks like a beast. Yeah, I like him. It looks like, he looks sad in all of his pictures. He looks very sad. It it was a sad time. <laughs> to run. It was a terrible I, could time. Could you imagine running a marathon? Back in the day, like, you didn't have all the technology we had, like, for shoes, for food, for... I mean, you drink water, and it probably is bacteria-filled, and you're probably going to die. That's what I'm talking about. But yet, you're like, yeah, man, I'm just going to run, like, I think it it was 25 miles, because I think later uh, they changed it to 26.2. I'll have to look that up, but I remember it was uh, when the Olympics were in Britain... Uh, the royal family wanted to see the marathon end at their place, so they added a little bit extra to it, and then it just stuck from there. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, holy shit. I think the marathon was actually the largest watched uh, event out of everything. What was this guy's time? That's what I want to know. I don't know, but said that when he, he won the race by more than seven minutes. Which is actually, and he took the lead with only 4,000 kilometers from the finish line, and he finished with 100,000 spectators watching him cross the finish line. Okay, see, where, how the hell do they know that? Who? It's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> how did that? And then put it down so then we could write that later. Yes. Yeah. What? I don't. I want to know. Like I even and someone like uses some technology to figure out how much, how many people were there. Yeah. I don't know. Did they count like every person that watched them? They're like, all right, one, two, three, four. <laughs> that was someone's job. 
They probably just guessed. Like they're probably like, oh, that's like a hundred thousand for sure, bro. Well, they sell tickets. I don't. We can, we're on. We're on our computers. We can Google this real quick. Did the first first summer Olympics uh, sell tickets? I don't even ticket. Was it? Well, I feel like it was probably free, right? I mean, it was the first game. They're probably like, dude, just come see this shit, please. We're trying something new that's old, and you'll like it. And people were like, I don't know. Oh, Jesus. This is just like, I, all I'm saying is like tickets for like the next Olympics in Japan. Yeah. I, I was looking up when uh, was the first ticket sold to anything, and it was telling me how to sell tickets to something. Like Not really what I wanted. No. I think oh I so um another thing that's pretty interesting is that in the original games or the modern games um I don't think the gold like first place got silver medals I don't think that it was gold I want to know when that was changed unless I'm reading this wrong and I'm a moron which could also be very true where did I see that I wanted to God, this is the problem with having 90 pages open. Yeah. Uh, medals, here. Let's click on this. Uh, in the 1904 Olympic Games in St. Louis. Oh, weird. Fuck. Were the first which gold, silver, and bronze medals were awarded. Hey. So, yeah, it took, what, 1904, you said? Yeah. So, by the third Olympics, we finally had, like, gold and shit. Yeah, so the first place winners were awarded silver medals, and then second place was a copper. Did third place just not get dick? It doesn't seem like it. First and second. It's the only two that matter. No, I thought it said there was a bronze, wasn't there? I do, I do not know. Well, I mean, oh, a bronze? Fucking... Yeah, yeah. It was gold, silver, and bronze were well, awarded. That's, that's, like the third, that's like the third Olympics. I'm talking about the very first one. Oh, okay. I think it was just the first two. That got something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where they're getting this information from. I don't. I don't know if this is a credible source. This could. Everything we're telling you today, guys, it could be all bullshit. There's probably some historian that's going to listen to this and say, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Um, that's what happened. Please email us if you are an Olympic historian and correct us. Dude, we don't even have an email for this. We, well, we need a name for the podcast first. We need to. Oh, that's true. Uh, should, what's going on? We'll add it in. Shit at Don't you worry. <laughs> What's going on with all that bullshit at gmail.com? I'm telling you, that username is still available. Oh, grab it now. <laughs> I've put money like, down. Thousands someone... <laughs> of people are going to try for that. <laughs> if someone has it, dude, we're going to either kill them and get it or we'll buy it from them. But no, killing no. This is being recorded. We will not kill anybody or do anything like that. We will politely ask them. With, give it. With, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't sue me or harm me. I'm a innocent man. All right, so the 14 events. I don't even think we said what the events were in the first game. Um, no. I... Oh, what the hell? It just says the game results. It just says athletics, cycling. I'm so confused. I don't think this is real. Oh, dude, you can go to the results of the Athens thing. Here, I'm going on this page. Oh, Jesus Christ, what is happening? Oh, these are Athens 1896. All right, let's see it. Oh, I thought you, like, somehow had the, like, ancient Olympics 
results. I was like, well, how in the world would they know that? Dude, I don't know. So, well, one of the okay, it says for these sports, how many is this? It says athletics, cycling, road, cycling, track, fencing, gymnastics, artistic, shooting, swimming, tennis, weightlifting, and wrestling. That's only ten. It says fourteen events were a thing. Oh, I bet you it's probably like different, like running and yeah, yeah. Okay. That's kind of fucking lame. Whatever. Which one should we look up? Fucking. Let's just do athletics. That one seems interesting and weird. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of like. Oh my god. Well, this has like a million things. Let's do something weird. Like, who won the first discus throw? <laughs> oh, first yeah. was America. Uh, some old running stuff, and apparently Leonidas was one of the greatest Olympians of all time. He was undefeated and won both premier sprint events and the race in armor at four consecutive Olympic Games. Hell yeah. Which Pretty damn crazy, Jeez. with the the final one coming in at age 36. Jesus. Could you imagine an armor running event? Like just get suited up in armor and going for a run? A marathon at that? <laughs> Maybe not. But. Another little interesting, but not about running. But I found on this page that for the swimming events. For the longer races, swimmers were actually just transported by boat out to sea. And then when the gun would go off, <laughs> they would have to jump off the boat and then swim back to shore. <laughs> and the Hungarian swimmer, Alfred Hajos, um, who won the 100-meter and 1,200-meter events, <laughs> said that in the 1,200-meter, he confessed that the only reason he won is because his will to live completely overcame his desire to win. Because he thought he was literally going to die. And so, <laughs> out of fear, he happened to win that event. <laughs> Which is pretty fucking That's cool. dedication. And uh, good motivation, too. Not dying. But they literally were just like, all right, swimmers, we're just going to kick you off this boat. Make it or don't. I don't know. We'll Do you think they had, like... When did they start doing, like, actual safety things? Yeah, I don't... They probably a concern. They're probably just like, go for it. And if you don't, then you weren't good enough. <laughs> this is the Olympics. They're going to be in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, did anyone die? Wait, did anyone die in the 1896 Olympics? Here it is. Did anyone die in the 1896 Summer Olympics? Oh, well, it's... Wait, it does say death. I don't... Wait, let's click on it. Let's click on it. Uh, in competition during the Olympics, it looks like there have been two deaths ever. Oh. The first one from Portugal, uh, runner in 1912 what from electrolyte imbalance. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then another one uh, in 1960 from a heat stroke during a cycling event. Okay. Well, there was one. There was another one recently. Uh, oh, yeah, that is Summer Olympics, you said, correct? Or is it Olympics of all time? It just says during the Olympics, but yeah, there was someone with a bobsled thing. Yeah, yeah, he was like doing a, a practice thing, and then it like he rounded a corner too fast or something like that, and it like flung him up, and he fucking nailed a metal pole going like a hundred miles an hour. Oh my god, that video is fucking. <gasps> you watched? Oh, we're listening. You should go look up that video if you want to. Feel your yeah, spine. Yeah, I guess I should too. I haven't seen it. Oh my god. It's a let's get a live reaction. Look it up quick. I'm gonna 
Yeah, you look it up, and then I want to – don't tell me when you're watching it. I just want to hear you go, <laughs> Dude, I'm, okay, that first Wait, guy you said – allow that to be on YouTube? Like yeah, someone of course, of course. Dude, there's like – there's some weird shit on YouTube. You can – I don't know. Anything you want to see, I guarantee it's on there. That guy who died from an electrolyte balance, imagine how terrible of a fucking run that must have been. Like, we think – we say that we have rough we say runs. that we're dying. Imagine <laughs> running until you die. Like, like that would – you thought you were having it. Like, he's probably running. He's like, dude, this this sucks. Like, I hate this. But he's like – That's a bad day, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not really enjoying myself. I'm not really feeling it, dude. <laughs> until you die, dude. How do you do that? I don't I don't understand. I mean, people die of, like, heat stroke and all that during, like, marathons and stuff. I mean – Pretty regularly, and like like heart problems too. Like because some people don't train enough, and then like, oh yeah, I could do a marathon, and then your heart's just like, what is going on? Yeah, it's just like holy shit, dude. My God. Uh. Oh damn. Yes, dude. Yes. Holy shit. I was ready for it. <laughs> all right, so that everyone should go watch that bobsled video, so you can also have an oh damn moment. In it. It it's not pretty. I'll tell you That's that so much. Sad. I'm pretty sure that they didn't even have after that happened. I'm pretty sure that they were just like, nope, no more bobsledding for the rest of the Olympics. Oh man, could you imagine training all those years and it's like yeah. this guy ruins it? Come and on. Ru- <laughs> no, we're insulting the guy. I'm pretty sure it wasn't his fault though. I'm pretty sure that they were like, there's like certain standards that they have to follow and like the curve. Where the turn was too sharp or something like that. So when you're coming around it with that much speed, it I don't know. I don't know. Strange. I'm, okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going back off topic, but I'm I'm back. I'm going back to that marathon runner who died. Apparently he died at 19 miles into it. So he he was getting pretty close. Yeah, he was feeling it, dude. I guess died a day after he collapsed from sunstroke and heart trouble. So it, it seems like he collapsed during the event and then died later. Hmm. Damn. Poor guy. You want to know something that's really interesting that I just read? So in the first Summer Olympics again, back in you know, 1896, uh, no world records were set, which is pretty funny because it's like the first Olympics. So when, when did they start world records? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the first. I don't get that. That was the first thing I read in this little paragraph. Um, but the curves on the track were super tight, so making, like, fast running times were virtually impossible. And the American Thomas Burke, who won the 100-meter and 400-meter race, was actually the only one who used the crouched start in the beginning of the races, you know, when you, like, go down for, like, a sprint and you got, like, the running blocks and stuff like that that we have now. Well, he didn't have running blocks, but he, he put his knee in the soil and got ready, and he was the only one in the event that did that, and the whole jury was, like, confused as shit as what he was doing. Um, <laughs> but they, allowed, they were like, what the hell? Uh, but he was allowed to start from this uncomfortable position, and he eventually ended up winning these two races, which is pretty... In- I, I don't... Is he the first one to ever do that? Did he start from the... Did he start the crouch start? You know what I'm saying? He could have. I'm, I'm fucking... I'm looking it up now. Oh, God. I, Well, no, why did I... I clicked on the crouch start, and it took me to just sprinting. I don't know. I know what sprinting is. 
Do you that? Like, do you really know what sprinting is? Because if you don't know shit about the crouch start, you don't know sprinting, dude. Dear God, I have no idea. No, it doesn't say jack shit. I don't know. But, I mean, if he's doing the crouch start and he's putting his knee in the soil. You know what? Let's give it to him. Thomas Burke, you invent. Oh, shit, dude. He looks like a beast. Look up Thomas Burke. One second. I'm looking up, like, world records and when they started doing that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Apparently now there's, like, some international association of athletics federations, and they recognized the first uh, mile record in 1913, which is after the Olympics. So apparently after the Olympics, they're like, hey, we need a, a group to start being like, this is an official record. But uh, John Paul Jones was the first mile record holder at okay. 414. Damn. That's a that's a good race. That's faster than what I've ever ran. Yeah, definitely faster than what I've ran. What but I mean, some, some people nowadays run pretty fast in high school. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's crazy. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so I was looking up that Thomas Burke guy, and shout out to the young Burke man, but he was, he was noted for starting the crouch start. He uh he was the first one ever in any race to like a sprint to like do that at a nationally like recognized event. That's why I want to know how did he figure that out, dude? Honestly, he probably was just nervous as shit, and he was like probably about to throw up. And he's like, holy like shit, praying or something. Yeah, he's like, I need to take a knee before I vomit here in front of all these people. And then he dropped to a knee, and everyone's like, what the fuck, dude? We're starting in like three seconds. He's like, I don't care, just go. And then. Gun went off. He had a great race. And then everyone's like, oh, shit, dude. And then... Uh, Doing she- the original Tim Tebow pose. <laughs> dude, Tebow's just a copier at break. Tim ain't shit. Yeah. Um, you know, good for him, though. I like that. That's pretty dope. Another guy that I want to shout out, not an American by any means, um, but I think it's pretty funny. In here it says that the Australian competitor, Juan Olivo, actually came to Athens to watch the games. And when he got there, he decided to actually compete, and he ended up winning the 800 meter and the mile. The meter. So he wasn't even—he was just like, "Dude, this is dope. I want to go." And then he goes, and he's like, "Actually, fuck it, dude. I'm just gonna win. What a beast." That's that's pretty interesting, actually. I like that. When did they stop doing walk-ons to the Olympic Games? Because I I'd like to try and walk on. I'm here to compete. I don't think they do that anymore. Man. Let's, I'm interested in that. It probably was pretty quick, actually. Like I feel like after the first couple, and it got pretty big, it was definitely like, okay, we need to stop doing that. No, this is just race walking. Olympic Games. Uh, I don't you- know. That, that guy reminds me of uh, that high-jumping guy, uh, Dick Fosbury, who... Uh, revolutionized high oh, jump shit. with the yeah. uh, back first jumping yeah. uh, in the 1968 Olympics, which is pretty crazy that now that he does that, also everyone just changes completely how they've done their event. Yeah, that's completely... Yeah, it's... Yeah, just like, 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 you did high jump, you know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't... I was decent at it, but I couldn't... I don't know how people bend their back like that. Maybe I'm just inflexible, but... Dude, that shit's insane. You ever seen a high jump, like, a professional high jumper? They literally, like, almost hit their heels to the head. It's fucking insane. 
It's super weird. Why the fuck would you like? They used to, yeah, used to like dive like head first and kind of do like a like a shoulder roll. Why the fuck did you? Why did we do that? I feel like that makes no sense. I mean, you you think it makes no sense because you see how people do it now in the much better way. But like, if everyone's like, hey, this is just how you jump over the bar, like, I don't know, that's just how you jump over the bar. Apparently, he started doing this because he couldn't uh, get over the bar in the <laughs> like regular way, like the five foot jump. He couldn't make it in uh, his sophomore year of high school. And so he, he said he had to uh, change his body position, and that's what started <laughs> doing it. Just started practicing that in Jeez. order to actually uh, jump over the qual- the starting height well, for yeah. high school track meets. And then he became an Olympic champion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, so I'm going to do something weird, and then I'm going to fucking be the best in the world. That's amazing. I'm very proud of him. See, this is so strange. So, I'm just gonna. We keep going off topic. I'm just gonna keep bringing us back to the 1896 Olympics. So, one of the countries of the 14 nations that appeared at the Olympic Games was Chile, and they had one guy named Louis. Oh my God, Super Kesawa. So they only they only had one athlete go, and I don't think he did well because his results aren't even listed in any official report. So I think that he was, but it says that he he went when he was only like 13 years old, which is what? Yeah, he was just like, bro, I'm gonna be the only one in my country, and I'm gonna represent. He's just like, oh, that's all we got. Yeah, I guess this is what we'll send. Yeah, but they can't find any, like, official evidence that he ran the race, but it does say that there is a, a photo of him in the 100-meter second Isn't series, that which means that he did decent, but he didn't make it to, like, the final racing thing. Wow. So it says cycling. It says track cycling and road cycling. Was there, There's cycling on a fucking track? Yeah, That's, they do that now, too. Really? I feel like I've never seen that. It's crazy. Is it? Yeah, you need to watch that. People just flying on a track on a bike, it's crazy. How small, is it a, like a normal track size? I think it's like, uh, it's it's almost got like uh, like walls that you kind of like go up. A straight it, up it's not like flat, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's very strange. Is shooting still a part of the Summer Olympic Games? I, I was wondering that too, because I'm looking up shooting right now. I don't think so. I know they have some stuff in the Winter Olympics. Like, I've seen people doing that. Is I'll, I'll look it up. I think we need to bring back the swimming. We need to not put it in the pool. We need to do it back in the open sea. Just drop people in and go. Just go. That'd be, that'd be amazing. That'd be, that should be, it's just like, uh, it's just like the cycling thing. We have a, we have a pool swimming and we have a, a open sea swimming. Apparently shooting is still a thing. It's been in every, uh, Summer Olympics, except for 1904 and 1928. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I look into it. I'm gonna try and figure it out. I know that's what everyone's wondering. Like, why? Why 1904 and 19, 1928? I don't know. Special years for it. Oh, well, apparently in the Paris Games in 1900, live pigeons were used as moving targets. 
what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> after the 1900 games, they replaced pigeons with play targets. Oh they did that, and they're like, uh, actually, we probably shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> Kids were watching the shooting thing, and then just blood would be like, and just like splatter an entire family, and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> Holy Jesus, that's amazing. I love that. That is crazy. We should bring that back, just like Death Battle, dude. We need, we need. Death Battle and Live Pigeon. We're too soft now. <laughs> okay, what the hell? Was there, I think there might have been artistic competitions in the original Olympics. Like painting? Uh, I think so, because I'm reading here that Alfred Hajos guy of Hungary, who ran, or swam that th- those two events and literally was like, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> um, it says that he was one of the only two Olympians to win a medal in both athletic and artistic competitions. And it says that he won a silver medal for arch- architecture in 1924. Um, architecture? Like building, drawing, and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just looked it up. Uh, art competitions at the uh, Summer Olympics. It formed during the early years. So artistic competitions were between 1912 and 1948. They were part of the original intention for the Olympic movement's founder, Pierre. Shout out. He's uh, he's back at it, and I think yeah, your boy Pierre. Yeah, boy Pierre and his cousin were the original two fathers. That's like we need to bring this shit back, and I guess they were like, "Hell, dude, we need to put some art inside of this like sports shit." So medals were awarded for works of art inspired by sports. So they were divided into five categories: architecture, literature, music, painting, and sculpture. Don't know what the how. Did, was there, like, do you think it was, like, a time limit? They're, like, you got 24 hours. Like, build some shit or write something or, I don't know. We have to look into it. It was abandoned in 1954 because artists are, yeah, artists were considered to be professionals while Olympic athletes were actually required to be amateurs. Weird. Huh. What the fuck? Required to be amateurs? Huh. I don't know. And now I would say it's definitely the other way around. Oh, Definitely. So it said all of the entered works had to be been inspired by sport and had to be an original. So you can enter multiple works of art, even though there was a maximum number sometimes. I don't think that there was a set time limit. I think it was just like, hey, you have until like this next Olympic thing to like submit this shit. Yeah, I don't know. This is kind of weird. I didn't even know there was like artistic Olympics though. I, th- I think we could bring that back, too. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Imagine Drake, like, <laughs> he, he, like, submits. I bet you I don't want to bring it back. I feel like we would have, it would make me sad. I, I'd like sculpture. I yes, think that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. Olympic like sculptures? That'd be pretty dope. Oh, weird. So, for the music piece, I don't think, I don't think they, like, sang or anything. Or, like, performed, because it said the juries often had trouble judging the pieces because they were just entered on paper. So, mm-hmm. like, judges would just read the fucking music and be like, this is what it's supposed to sound like. And on two occasions, no award was given out at all. <laughs> <laughs> you all suck everyone. I don't want to hear this bullshit again. <laughs> That's so fucking funny, holy shit. 
So for painting, there was paintings, prints, and watercolors. Four years after paint, or the prints was introduced, they got replaced by graphic arts. John Jacoby, or Gene Jacoby, I feel like that name's popular. Gene Jacoby? Shout out. Kobe. Shout out. He is the only artist to win two gold medals. He won a second with a drawing titled Rugby. Rugby, look it up. I, I'm, it's right here in front of me. It's actually pretty cool. Gene Jacoby. Let, let's look up images. Images. Gene Jacoby. Dude, this is pretty dope, actually. Holy shit, he's pretty good. Gene, I want to see. All right, I want to look up this guy. Gene Jacoby. Uh, yep. Gene Jacoby. Damn, he did not live very long. 1891 to 1936. 45 years old. That's how it happened back then. That's that's insane, isn't it? Uh, 45 years. Ugh. After spending youth and blah, 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 he studied art, became a teacher of drawing in Berlin. He worked as an illustrator and artistic director. All right, there's not too much on here. Oh, he died, he died of a heart attack. I want to see I want to see what his other thing was, though. Or his other, like, the rugby thing looks cool, but it kind of looks like an old cartoon, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting style. Yeah. It almost doesn't look like rugby. I thought it was like boxing at first. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Alrighty. It, it almost looks like a comic book. I know. That's what. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It look. It really does look like a comic book. Apparently, that was the style back then. Original Stan Lee. Ooh. Shout out. Shout out. Doing a lot of shout outs. I'm looking at the closing ceremony now for the Olympics, and it said some winners received additional prizes, like Ooh. that. Spiridon guy, Spiridon, the the marathon boy, he received yeah. a cup as well as a medal. Nice, a cup. Take, take, <laughs> dude, take this fucking cup. You you deserved it. Oh yeah, it says right here, third place people did not get a prize. They just they're like, well, you know, we're close, but you suck. Well, I mean that's how it is now. It's like fourth place. Ah, uh, not good enough. Why why three? I don't know. I don't know. Oh holy shit! Here's the participating nations. I finally found it. All right, so at the end of what we're talking about, the Olympics, all 14 nations participated. We had Australia, Austria, Bulgaria, Chile, which Chile only had that one fucking dude. Denmark. No. Huh? Still representing, though. Oh, shit. They also have the people that... Okay, okay, so uh, wait, my bad. Rewind. Australia. They had one dude as well. I don't think he did anything. Yeah, they had one guy. Austria had three. Bulgaria had, what is that? He had a fat one as well. Chile, one. Denmark had three. France had 12. Germany had 19. Great Britain had 10. Greece had Greece had yeah. 169. Yep, that's why they did very well in the events is because they just had more people. <laughs> Hungary had seven. Italy had... One, Sweden had one, Switzerland had three, and the United States had 14. Who technically won? Was it Greece? I'm sure it was Greece. Well, America had the most first place finishes. Oh, here it is. Greece had the most, like, placing of events. Yeah, yeah. United States. Okay, I'm so confused. It says rank number one was the United States. I mean, how many points is a gold. I don't even know anything about this. How many points is gold? 
I I don't know. I that might be only based off of gold because I think if you look at it any other way, Greece should have should have won. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it says well, it says ranking wise, America was number one with eleven gold, seven silver. It says two bronze, but they didn't give out bronze. So I don't know if you got points, but you just didn't get anything. Well, apparently, no gold medals at the inaugural Olympics, as we talked about before, but. They were given a silver medal and an olive branch, while runners-up received a laurel branch, which is apparently another plant, never heard of it, and a copper or bronze medal. Weird. So they, they got bronze medals, but they were just for second place. Yeah, very strange. But yeah, it says the United States took first, Greece took second, and Germany took third. I don't know if that's based on points, medals, or what the fuck, but... Yeah, that's whatever. And that's the 1896 Summer Olympics. Pretty tight tits, dude. Pretty crazy ride. I um, remember like it was yesterday, you know? Um, <laughs> the 1896 Summer Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't see that on TV? Dude, you know I saw it on TV. Jesus Christ, it's been an hour and ten minutes. I don't know if we were recording that whole time, but we... <laughs> yeah, we definitely were. We talked about the Olympics for a very long time. Everything so, you need to know about the Olympics. Just the first one, though. I guess there's some yeah, other. Yeah, a little history too. You gotta, you gotta know. History buff. <laughs> we had a good time. Based off. Okay, so let's bounce off from the Olympics. We were talking about running. Running. Yeah. So back to running. One thing that I wanted to fucking know. That little those those. So it. Back. Okay. Fucking it. No, oh, we gotta edit that out. <laughs> So you don't really run for not race. I don't get people that don't race. But in races, you have those little plastic devices that, like, track your movement. I don't know how the fuck that works. I don't know what's going on with that. It looks like a little plastic piece of shit, and I don't understand. button, yeah. Okay. So let's figure that. Is there a name for that? I don't know. Is there a name for that? It's called chip timing. It uh, started about 10 years ago. And now it's very commonplace in traditional racing. Ten years ago? No way. Really? There's no... I, what, ten yeah. Yeah. Start... I mean, we didn't start racing till probably like ten years ago. There's no way. I don't believe it. So then what they do before? I don't know. Stopwatch? Like fucking stopwatch? So it records them as they cross, you know, electronic mats, worn on a shoelace, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It looks like it looks like it started just ten years ago. Wait, so is there a name for it? Is it just called chip time? Chip timing. I that's chip? what I saw. I don't know. I mean, there might be a better name for it, but chip timing. A brief history of timing. Oh, this will be cool. Came out on my birthday in twenty sixteen. Shout out to you. Hey, shout out to my birthday in twenty sixteen. I don't know what I was doing, but I was getting fucked. The way of timing races with the RFID chips has quite a history. First used in the late 18 or 1980s for motor racing. Strange. What the fuck? Oh, dude. Even even this thing shouts out to Speedaron for winning the first uh, first marathon. I mean, that guy's a boss. That was the first time that we actually started timing our shit. Actually, was that that race, which is pretty interesting. Shout out to what we were talking about. Five minutes ago. Shout out to ourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, give ourselves some love. Hell yeah, dude. Past us, we were killing it. So 
RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification. This tech uses radio waves to identify data read from a chip, but it's pretty simple. But Oh, it's through chips and antennas. So when a chip contains data, the antennas are able to transmit this identified data to a reader. Who the fuck figured this shit out? Look up who created the RFID chip. Um, I'm, I'm just reading about kind of how it works. Apparently it, like, sends no signals until it's placed within the magnetic field that's created by the special mats. But then when it's within the field, the coil within the chip becomes energized, produces electric <laughs> current, powers the chip's transponder. What the hell is going on? Which then sends a signal uh, reporting the, you know, unique number of, like, the actual racer, at, which is then captured by the mats. Well... <laughs> I think there's I a lot to go into there. Like, Dude, where do we even start? What are we talking about? It's like, like so magnet, magnetic fields, all that? That's fucking crazy. This is insane. Okay, so wait, it says one of the biggest highlights was in the beginning of the 90s for this. It says the introduction of the shoe-mounted RFID chip. So 90s, that's more than 10 years ago. Well, this thing lied. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We're all looking up on a bunch of different sites. I'm on the timing blog. It's .com, so I don't know if it's... On marathonguide.com. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's full of shit. So, it does say that there was one problem with the invention of these chips because they were actually intended to be reusable. But not a lot of people knew this. And so, at the end of the race, they'd just say, oh, fuck it. And they would throw away the chips at the end of the race. And it got really expensive. So... We decided to say fuck the planet, and we just created disposable kinds. So now we just have, yeah, now we just have these little bullshit things. And now we hide it inside the the little chip reader. We normally hide inside that that little number that we get that we, you know, like put yeah. on little shirts and shit. That's pretty cool though. The more you know, dude. So what? So, wait, so there was a new RFID technology that was made in like 2005. Uh, that was like cheaper to produce, um, so that was kind of that was the ten year thing. Oh. I guess they just improved it, and that's the like modern thing we use now. Wait, okay, so I know we we were talking about trying to create something that goes into like new like like modern day bullshit. So I typed in RFID chip into Google, and the first thing that pops up is a Tesla Model Three owner implants an RFID chip to turn her arm into a key. <laughs> so, so wait, I'm going to click on, I'm going to click on this. It, it looks like she put one of these chips into her arm. She's an engineer. And the oh, reason why she did this is so that she could put her arm like next to her car and then it would just unlock the car for what the hell dude this is what i'm talking about once we start putting technology inside of our bodies i'm fucking out i i agree i I don't know if i'm a huge conspiracy theorist but i don't i don't like that shit well i i mean i mean i know it's probably can't be hacked but i i wouldn't want anything like short circuiting or anything like that inside body like how is that will it decay will it like does it get does it get damaged? It, what happens I if it breaks? Like, it's probably made out of some type of metal. Dude, I don't know. Speaking of hacking, though, 
we're going to go right back to this. But speaking of hacking, Bridget's mom actually sent her a link that said her model of insulin pump that she has, uh, it's been known that people are now hacking into, like, you can hack her insulin pump. What? I don't know, I don't know who can figure that out, and what? I don't know what the purpose is. Uh, but in that that would be a sneaky way to kill somebody. I, insulin I mean, I guess. And then just fucking shoot a shit ton in there and then just fucking zap them real quick. I don't like that, dude. I, she said that she was going to get hacked. I was like, I doubt it. I don't know who's trying to kill you. But but someone might. They could. They could. That's she crazy. Watch out. Just go oh, back to the needle. Uh, yeah, back to <laughs> I right. get hacked. So back to the fucking. All right. So this is just a bunch of video. I don't want to watch a video while doing this. See, I don't want to watch a video of how she did this and why she did this. I just want to. Someone tell me. I just want to read it. This was literally posted like a day ago too. Like this is, you want to talk about, you want to talk about new information. There are many ways to unlock a Tesla Model 3. I cannot believe she put it in her arm. A biohacker going by Amy DD on Hackaday. What the hell is that? Is that a Hackaday? Is that a, is that a, is that a website? Hack, hack a, hackaday.com. Oh, shit, it is. Oh, my God. We're going to start looking at that bullshit, too. All right, so <laughs> she t- extracted the chip out of her out of the key fob, implanted it. Okay, so she it says she implanted it in her arm. Did she have someone do that for her, or did she just fucking go at it and just put that shit in her arm? What the fuck's going on? Hey, you got to save that, like, three seconds of, like, pulling out some sort of chip just gotta have it or or maybe she's forgetful i mean i I don't care if you're forgetful why the fuck (laughs) a lot of people are saying that it's a cool sci-fi factor but i don't get why the fuck she's doing this (laughs) all right so i'm happy that society's still thinking we shouldn't put shit in our bodies for now but it's we're getting close dude that's what scares me pretty soon we're gonna have robots and the robot's gonna take Take over. We're going to become robots. All right. Well, we could fucking, when we do a follow-up, a follow-up episode, because we have a couple of questions in this podcast that we didn't answer that we can do some more research on. I'm going to look at this video, and then we can go off of that in the next thing. So you guys, once we know more about this bitch, we'll fucking, we'll tell you all about her. God, dude, that's so strange. Putting a, 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 just a chip in you so you can unlock your car? Do you think it also does more? Do you think it starts it as well? I don't know. No. I I hope it literally just does the minimal amount of things. <laughs> it just unlocks it. Yeah. How do you so you can't even lock it? Is it just like when it gets close? Do you have to like push a button? Yeah, like I don't how know. It? you have to flex your bicep or something like that? See, we need to watch the video. <laughs> we have too many what happens though if like once you get in it, like it just like, keeps turning like unlocking and locking the car the whole time. So like once she's in her car and it's running, the things are just going this starts malfunctioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. The car starts fucking tripping balls, dude. It it, it turns off. It turns on. And the... <laughs> That'd be scary. Going down the highway, it just scary. turns off. Turns into a horror movie. Doors lock. Dude, we could ride. <laughs> That's so funny. Jesus. What a funny thing to, to just randomly find out. That's This is why we do this. This is why we do what's going on. We'll bring you the newest weirdest information we can find what else do you think we could use this what else do you think we could use this for i i want to know how she does it 
I'm so curious. Oh, this is strange. Holy shit. Okay, so another thing for these RFID chips and tags that we're talking about. You know that shit that's, like, in a cow's ear? Like, they have those little tags and shit that's, like, like oh, yeah, yeah. sadly, like, rammed into it? Right. The uh, This technology was actually created not for racing, but to track cattle. That way you could know how many, like, cows and shit were going to, like, which location or... Oh my god, <laughs> it said RFID tags are also used to track vehicles, airline passengers, all- Alzheimer patients, and pets. <laughs> well, apparently that's what uh, the scanners at stores for shoplifting use too, is RFID chips. Oh, and shit. at the uh, checkout, they have to like deactivate it. Otherwise, when it goes past the detectors... Explodes it'll send a signal to it and turn on the alarm. Oh. Dude, that's crazy. This is so cool. I love this. And apparently casinos use RFID to authenticate poker chips and can selectively invalidate any stolen chips. How the fuck? Like, cash them out. Who? Wait, wait. Did we look up? All right. Who, who, Who created this? Who created this? This is what I'm curious. RFID, RFID, chips. I keep chip. trying to find it, but I'm not seeing it. Inventor. Inventor. Oh, uh, Carl Leon S- Thurman. Oh, we got two different people. Wait, let's see. Uh, I got Carl Sanders, the RFID microchip inventor. Oh, I think that was... Oh, listen. Okay, yeah. So that's like more original technology, and then it looks like Mario Cardulo uh, made a device which is the first ancestor of the modern RFID, which was a radio transponder with memory. So it's kind of similar, but it sounds like uh, you you found the person who actually made the the one we use in modern day. Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy, yeah, he created this in 1968. It's the implantable chip. Well, it says this is Carl Sanders, and then and this is 1948. So this is an implantable chip. Harry Stockman creates the RFID and credited with the invention. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up this site. I'm curious. Harry, what did I just say? I don't even. All right, it's loading or something. Um. Harry Stockman, that's what it is. All right, so the 1940s, radar technology was used to identify enemy-friendly aircrafts in World War II. Uh, and technically, this is the first use of RFID. And then scientist and inventor Harry Stockman creates this and was credited with it. I don't know. He formulated new ideas using, including scattering data and information. What the hell? The first RFID transmitting license plate is created. By 2000, there was a thousand patents using this like technology. So, yeah, apparently know. they're in passports what too, and it stores the information that's printed on your passport and a digital picture of the owner. Oh, dude, this is super cool. So I found a timeline, the history of the RFID technology. So this is the chip and where it started. So it started off. <laughs> it's super cool. It's that like you know that green like old old war like. Like, imagine, like, a submarine, you know, when they're, like, going, and it's, like, that green circle thing, and they've got the radar that's doing the circle, and they'll go, like, if it hits yeah. something, like, beep, boing, 
So that was it, it, it was created for that. That's cool as submarine shit. 1948. That's super weird that they were using it, and then the inventor created it and got credited with it. Oh no, no. Okay, so I don't think it's the RFID. I think just radar technology, the submarine thing. Yeah. First, and technically it was the first use of something like RFID. And then Harry Stockman was like, holy shit, this is what you're doing. Strange, but that's how it worked. And then Harrington used this, it looks like, in floppy disk to store scattering data and information. So 1963, floppy disk are used to, you know, save that shit. 1966, the security checkpoints, you know, like the thing you were talking about, like anti-theft bullshit, that yeah. was used, yeah, 1966. That's old as shit. That's incredible. And then it bounced to radio frequency bullshit in 1973, and just more and more radio stuff. Um, radio frequency chips were now implanted into things in the 79. Um, so you know, you know that uh, on like the interstate, that iPass thing. So yeah, have iPasses in their car, and then when you like drive underneath the toll, it'll charge you for that. Same fucking technology. Um, and that was first used uh, on a toll road. In 1987, in Europe. No way. Yeah. 87? 87. I know, I know. That's old as shit. And in 2015, the RFID market was valued at $26 billion. That's incredible. What a weird, what a crazy timeline that we just went on from running chips to running chips to finding out that that technology is used for so much more. It's basically used in like everything that's so that's incredible that's so cool and that's what the fuck's going on <laughs> i wonder what i wonder what's next i wonder what else we'll use it for it's going in your body dude it's well it's already it's, going in your body i don't yeah, trust it dude uh, I, hate, I really don't fucking like that you could well i mean if you do that for your car imagine what else you could do that for if you had like a bunch of shit you could literally if you like walked and you got close to your house you can unlock the door automatically so you wanted to, like, I don't know, cook a pizza? You could, like, get to your oven and, like, flex your bicep, pump it, like, three times so that it goes to, like, 425 degrees. <laughs> Apparently, there was one company that chipped some of its employees. Oh, I heard about that. Because <laughs> they they wanted easier access to secured vaults. And apparently, they were volunteered but still, I, I don't think I would want to be uh, implanted with a chip to get into a vault for my job. I would uh, not do that. You got money for it. Would you? Okay, okay. Here. Good question. Good question. How much would a company have to pay you to put a chip in your body so that you could walk in through the front door without like setting off alarms? Uh, a lot. I would not want to do that. 50 grand. For I don't want I I would not do it because like I could not imagine the medical repercussions that would eventually happen when they found out like oh hey we actually put like lead in this thing or something oh, and like right. started poisoning you or you yeah fucking cut off there's your always like, something I, stupid that comes with those I, it's uh, like oh hey you know what we used to use all the time it's actually very deadly and poisonous but no one knew so dude that's why those those, those commercials it's like if you are a loved one took paraffin and you got ass cancer 
Call us now. Yeah, which one is dead? Yeah, I love it. Like, say, oh, my fucking grandfather died. You piece of shit. And what are the. Okay, so they probably do those commercials for, like, legal reasons, but how often do you think. Is that all they do? Or do you think that, like, every person that, like, put that in them, like, don't you think that they would have to write them a letter? Like, why do they make commercials? That's so weird to think about, actually. Don't you think that they would have to tell you? Or do you think, like, legally they're like, oh. Like, I mean, some of them are just, like, drugs. Like, if you've ever used this drug, like, what if it was, like, aspirin? You've taken an aspirin before, right? But it's not, like, aspirin company, I don't know what the hell their name is, uh, (laughs) you know, like, has a track of every single person that's ever bought an aspirin and is going to, like, send out a letter once they realize it causes cancer or something. Okay, I mean, it's different from, I mean, uh, like, fucking whatever we're talking about, whatever, like, like pill. That's a little bit different than aspirin. I mean, everyone's, like, pop an aspirin, you know, like, candy. But, like, a specific, like, drug has, like, you know, a unique, it's it's supposed to, you know, do something for you, whether it's, like, lower blood pressure, fucking make your dick bigger, something. I don't know. But... Well, People take that stuff, though. Like, I don't know. Isn't there a track for that? Like, don't you – like, your doctors have to prescribe it for you. you yeah, know? that's true. That's true. But, I mean, some some of those commercials are for, like, uh, you know, mesothelioma is, like, due to uh, that insulation stuff. You know, like, being exposed to all that. Like, how are you going to know who's exposed to it? I guess. I guess. But, yeah. So, you, you would never put anything in your body? I definitely not for fifty thousand. Like it would have to be a very large amount of money. Like two fifty. I'm buying your body. You got to tell me that price range though, baby. Oh man, I'm not a cheap date. Uh oh, dude. Two fifty hard cash money right now. Hard cash repaid, money. And they want to put something like in your a place. little chip into little my chip. arm or something, or yeah, uh, because it's not going in my head no matter what. <laughs> okay. 250 for the left palm. Left? Why the left one? I, I do it in the right palm. No, no, no. It has to be dominant hand. Okay. Uh, oh. All you can do is just walk up. You put your hand in front of the little bar thing, unlocks the door, and you're good. Don't we have, like, fingerprint scanners? That's like a – it's in my phone. Why can't we just do that? For shit. In your, in your palm, 250K. What's going on? Make it or break it, baby. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I I think I would. I I don't think it could go that bad. Well, too bad. Now you have ass cancer in five years and you're dead. I hope you like your two fifty k. Well, I had a good time with it. What what? Turn it on you. What what would it take for you to get it? I have no idea. Honestly, I don't like pushing. Because they could probably track a lot more than just you getting in the door. If, like, apparently in a passport, it can store all your information. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, in the little chip. It could probably tell exactly where you are, what you're doing at all time, but... Oh, my God. Like, how, how intricate do these chips get? Can it tell what the fuck I've eaten in the last, like, 24 hours? How well, does- see, most of that technology gets activated when it comes into contact with the, like, magnetic field, which is why those, like, scanners are there when you're, uh, like, exiting a store, that's what activates it. So I guess using just that technology, it probably wouldn't be, like, tracking you all the time, but I don't know. True. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm sure it will change. But. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, when it changes, do you think you can update it, or do you think, like, oh, my God, imagine if, like, yeah, every time it out. 
change. Yeah, yeah, they have to like take it out and then put a new one in. <laughs> oh, hey, we, we're updating our technology. You got. Uh, <laughs> not only the computers down. You need to go get some surgery real quick. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I guarantee it. Call it here first. That what's going on? Yeah, we know what's going on on this. That's for sure. You wouldn't do it? No, I don't think so, dude. Just to unlock a fucking door? I'll put it on my... I don't know. No, I don't trust that. Most companies have, like, little badges. Like, I don't understand what the benefit would be to (laughs) putting it in your hand. I don't know why. (laughs) That's how we know you're dedicated to this fucking company. (laughs) You said you wanted to work here. How bad? (laughs) That's a good point. You get you get some dedicated employees then, or some really like cash strapped employees. <laughs> Probably both. You know yeah. what? Why become a business owner? It's gonna be mandatory. They don't even get an incentive. Ass cheek. ass cheek implant. Yeah, right ass. Both ass cheeks. And you have oh. to clap them together to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta twerk to get into this building. <laughs> Oh my god, I fucking love it. What a what a twist, dude. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew this is where we were gonna end up? I the love. Olympics it. brought us here. That's how connected everything is. That's crazy. It is. It is. Seems like uh, we're winding down the episode here. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, we're at 1:39 right now, and after some editing, I feel like I don't know how much we're gonna take out, but. 1:39. I'm at 1:28. I'm at 1:30. Maybe you're at what's recording. And oh, I, yeah. The whole yep. thing? 128 recording, 139 total. Where do you see the 128? It's just at the top of my screen, but I'm on my phone, so. Oh, okay, okay. So that's probably why it's different. Well, all right. This is the first episode of What's Going On with All That Bullshit. A lot of bullshit, a lot going on. Now we're figuring out what it is. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Are we done yet? Oh, we are. All right, thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you soon. Please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Thank you.